at it again. Again. What's going on, man? Shit. 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 We're, we're just telling a story at the end of the day. You can enjoy a fully clothed, <laughs> totally platonic cuddle session. Not sure, Not uh, sure. what we're doing. <laughs> are, but... they, are these lines safe? Yeah, we, we can literally say anything we want. Talk mad shit. Please continue to follow us. Um, you yeah. can find us on all social medias. Uh, all social medias. All social medias. All yeah. podcasts. Uh, Everywhere that you could listen to a podcast, we're pretty much there. <laughs> shit raw <laughs> get that shit rolling i think you know me well enough to know that i did not say that <laughs> okay what's up what's going on another shit, another man. night another back night. at it yeah i'm i'm you asked me you're like uh he said something and i was like fucking cause i guess i didn't respond to you and you're like what up dick or, or there was a bunch of exclamation like answer me and i was like dude fucking work man yeah so i'm i'm happy to be doing this because it doesn't make me think of that shit no no i i i appreciate no i was trying to like plan out my evening <clears throat> right yeah and it basically boils down to how much assistance can i offer <laughs> so is it do we you know read the story at six or do we, you know, or <laughs> right, like yeah. we feed him at six, but do, do we feed my, or do we read a book at six thirty, or do we read it at seven thirty? Right. Like, you know, how early do I need to start edging my way out of the house? Right. So that he doesn't lose his shit when he sees me walk out the door. So like when you leave, uh, well, by the way, so when Shep shows up at my house before we go down to the basement to record, my kid is like full on, like running around, yeah. like level ten, like hyped up and shit. So, is it completely different in your home? Is it all like yes. calm yes. and like it's getting ready to be bedtime? It is completely different in my house. <laughs> That's so, That's so great. to to give you an example, yeah. my kid um, was awake playing with my wife when I walked out the door. Okay, yeah. I had enough time to listen to one song. Between when I left my house and when I got to your house, just to let you know how much time it takes. Yeah, it's close. Yeah. When I got into your driveway, I got a text message from my wife saying that my son was already asleep. Oh, my That's God. the turnaround time. I'm so jealous of that shit. We have a hard 8 o'clock in bed asleep at my house. Yeah, but you don't him. even have to, like enforce it like he he willingly has been doing that for a while right i don't know willingly is he uh, is very anti-sleep and go to bed until he is in the bed with the door shut and the sound machine on and then he's out so you put him in his crib or his bed turn the sound machine on and then shut the door and just leave him there and he goes to sleep on his own yes that's how people sleep <laughs> that's how people learn how to sleep i didn't think that's how 18 month old sleep dude because my kid's like Right, dude, like when you, you start you put him in a crib, nah, dude. dude that's what I mean. We, shit. but we start. We all right. When I say we, <laughs> my wife, yeah, was very good about building that. 
you know, we did the thing where we would put him in there and he'd lose his shit and you let him lose his shit for five minutes. You go in there, you pick him up and you kind of calm him down and then you put him back down and, you know, he fucking calms down a little bit and then he loses (laughs) his shit and then you go in do the same thing. It makes for a shitty week or two, but after that, like, he starts getting used to it and... You know, we're going oh, through some sleep God. regression right now, but it's really more of a sleep regression on the going to bed aspect of it Damn. than it is the the that must staying be heavenly. Asleep. My kid is so stubborn. but he sleeps through the night, like yeah, all the way through the night. That's amazing. My kid Usually. is so stubborn. We tried to do Usually. the whole like, okay, look, you've got to be strong, and I hate hearing him cry, so I'm yeah. the weak one. Like, I am. Too. I made it ten I minutes. Too, for then real. I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm gonna literally like go outside no i'm gonna run to the store and like 45 minutes come back he's still fucking screaming i'm like this kid's relentless and the doc was like yes some kids it doesn't work with because they just they have no they're not turning it off until the he'll go hoarse and shit like his voice i'm like well i don't want that so we were like oh fuck it he can sleep with us (laughs) and here we are (laughs) you know every fucking night so so had it not been for my wife right um, we would have co-slept. I I would have I would have one hundred percent been a co-sleeper. Right. Because I mean I do I just I I love having the the dude yeah with cool. me like he's just he's my little shadow like I love it yeah you know yeah. well so we can blame our wives no I mean I'm it, like man, no I mean wife it's your fault I'm very I'm very happy that you know, <clears throat> yeah, I bet strong, you are <laughs> well that she's stronger than I am because I feel like oh, it's okay come on yeah we're both weak I guess yeah, so that well. So. But it's fun, dude. I, I will say that shit's pretty awesome. You wake up and little dudes like hands on you, and you're like, "Oh, melt!" You yeah, know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm soft. Like yeah. it's fucking awesome. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, uh, I'm like, "Good night, kid. This is so sweet." Now we're gonna go talk about serial killers and yeah. fucking rapists and shit downstairs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I mean, the, the the one thing I'll say is like, you know, when he does wake up in the middle of the night, um, I don't like it, but I'm much more. Like it doesn't bother me, well, wow. to to stay up with him, you know, because yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, okay, you know, he just and and he is like he he's like I'll he'll wake up like one in the morning, and be losing his shit, and I'll get him up. I'm like, okay, he probably needs a diaper change. He might you know have an earache or something like that, but he will like he'll as soon as I get him out of the the crib man he's got this big old <laughs> smile on his face he's just cheesing the whole time I'm oh like, dude i'm like dude you're playing me like a fiddle man. like a fool like got me full and, it, and it's dope though <laughs> yeah but i mean i love it like it's that i i know that those are like the little things that i'll like look back on <laughs> right yeah, like, when he's older and be like this is why i'm patient this is why i love him yeah <laughs> that's know? right when he's like fuck you dad I don't oh, need to listen to your rules. You used to love me. Yeah. 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 I, I used to be uh, top of your list. That's right. God, we're a couple sad sex. Yeah. I love it. That's all right. It, when he does get to that stage, at least I know a lot of the tricks. Yeah, that's you know, true. I'm like, motherfucker, you ain't getting out the house. Good luck with this one, dude. Yeah. I, I use that excuse a lot. Yeah. We know everything. Between me and my wife, we're we like, yeah, I okay, got you. I that's got you a Sprite number. bottle, huh? Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, no, no vodka in that. Vodka has no scent. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I know what the fuck vodka smells like. <laughs> get over here. Get over here, kid. <laughs> Breathe on me, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you took two steps when you should have taken one. Come here, man. Yeah, come here, dude. It's, it's time to talk. Yeah, I wonder if it's going to be like, all right, I was there. I'm putting myself in his shoes. I'm going to let it slide. Or if it's going to be like, 
I, I go, like, I get real strict or something weird, you know. I, know. I surprise myself every fucking day how I react to certain shit. Yeah. Like, no, I'm not not in a bad way, but just I was like, oh, shit, like, that's crazy. You hear, you watch all the fucking movies or TV shows, and they're like, oh, my God, I'm just like my dad, or my, I'm just like my, you know. I'm always curious if, if I'm going to ever, like, be that. I don't know, man. I mean, because my dad, you know, dude, Papa Shep was, he was the coolest fucking cat cool. on the planet. Right, right, right. And, you know, my friends, like, when they would come over, like, I mean, he was. Oh, yeah, dude. You know, he, like, we didn't, not until we were older did we actively, like, like, in <laughs> front of him get wasted. Like, we were wasted in front of him. But, but not, not like, actively drinking and and right. ripping bong hits <clears throat> or anything. Um, <laughs> right. But I mean, he was, you know, I think his his mentality behind it was all right. Come on, you know, if you're gonna do it, that's fine. You're at the house, you're safe, you're not driving, right? You know, his big my big rules <clears throat> growing up, which. I don't think that I'll institute with my son. <laughs> right. um, but I mean, I didn't live with my dad until I was like 15. So, yeah. you know, it was <laughs> the the die had already pretty pretty much been cast at that point. <laughs> right. Um, this is what you get, dude. The, yeah, this is who I am. <laughs> um, but he, uh, you know, his rules were don't get arrested, don't get anyone pregnant, <laughs> and be home before I get up for work. And I had a door that led out of the basement. I, I mean, oh yeah, I'm aware. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, but the the point of that was like, I I mean, I didn't do that bad in school, right? Um, no, I, I wasn't I a bad get, kid. I didn't get arrested. I should have gotten arrested lots. Um, there there are so many lots. stories that we tell that we're like, oh my god, like I hope my kid never hears yeah. some of those stories, well, like no, not until he's much older. Yeah, you know I mean? and there's one story. Um, there was a, a bunch of stories from our past where my wife would hear these stories when we first started dating and she thought they were all bullshit. <laughs> nah. And then she met all you guys and she was like, oh, they're all telling the same fucking story. Like, Holy shit. Word for lying. word. Yeah. And, <laughs> I don't make that shit up. That's not like a good story yeah, about myself. <laughs> yeah. And, but there's things that like growing up that way, like I didn't realize that that behavior was adverse to the rest was of the world wild yeah, yeah right. like I, I i didn't know that you know i was like oh general drug abuse and this is know, what people do this, right? is, this is a normal tuesday night you know yeah. and, well so i started way later getting rowdy because you know the minister thing and so i was like the good kid well, youth two, group and I, then my my mom and my stepdad are both pastors I, well, you and know, i they, got kicked out of the house that was that was the reason i lived with my dad is my mom was like gave me the ultimatum <laughs> like get it together or go live with your dad. And I was like, I'm going to live dad? with my dad. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry about the fucking ding, dude. I don't know how to turn that shit off. It's, yeah, I, I like, so, but I literally moved to Kentucky and I was like, oh, this is how the other half live. You yeah. know what I mean? I was like, this, is, this isn't so bad. <laughs> like, yeah. fuck, this is way more fun. Yeah. So I was like making up for lost time, I feel. feel you know what I mean? But yeah. uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade any of it. No, I we, wouldn't either. You know, I mean, it made me who I am. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I was well on my way to that behavior well before I moved. Like, it wasn't my dad's like lack of parenting. No, like, right, I was right, already. Right. Yeah, I was already like a train wreck. Yeah, when I got to my dad, and he, I think he really kind of used more of a 
you know, let let's keep him protected, keep him insulated, keep him safe, and right. maybe um, kind of you know soften the damage that he can. <clears throat> kind of interact upon the, well that was my mom's approach world. like hey look if you're gonna party i know you're gonna party so at least just party here yeah and boy did we party there <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> thanks ma so <laughs> thank you yeah uh good shit wait nice reminiscing uh yes yay what's next i don't know man you want to throw a plug out yeah before we get the ball rolling let's throw a plug out man. all right um where are we at on all the social medias, we are on <laughs> Facebook. All, all of the fa- all we got all the Facebooks, <laughs> all of them, all the Facebooks, all the Instagrams, all the Twitters. That's right. On Facebook and Instagram, you can find us at Based on True Events Podcast. That's right. On, and and th- on, the Twitter on the Twitter, we are Podcast Boat B O T E. That's right. We just learned <laughs> that we're on YouTube, <laughs> and we are Based on True Events Podcast hyphen. No, boat. It, it's colon. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's something. It's, it's one of those. We're, we're, you can find us. <laughs> yeah. it's but it's based on true events, not based on true stories. Yes. You, you will go down the wrong road if you go for true stories. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I've, I've never even listened, so they may be awesome, too. Yeah. Probably not. Probably not. Like, like, you know me. Like, I don't. Yeah, you don't listen to shit. I, I don't yeah. listen to shit. I don't watch <laughs> shit. Right. Uh, we've got a few things going. Uh, let's see. You can. Uh, I wrote for boat. I, I wrote for boat. We got the competition where we choose our favorite suggestion of the month and send your ass a free t-shirt. Win yourself a shirt. Win yourself a shirt. Um, what else is going on? Oh, the, you choose. You choose. We lose. That's right. What's that? That's our field trip episode. That's right. That, that's where you get to pick one of four wonderful locations. And myself and my co-host here will be going to spend an evening and do an episode in some shitty podunk <laughs> piece of shit garbage motherfucking place. Yeah. Damn it. When it's warm. But at first, when you were getting into it, I was like, oh, shit. You're actually saying it with some like enthusiasm. Normally, you're like, yeah, the fucking trip. <laughs> no, you guys are gonna choose. Uh, you can find the posts on any of the, uh, the the places we just mentioned, and you choose either Hannah House, uh, Waverly Hills, Whispers Estate, or Punderson Manor, and you uh, you vote, and the top dog will uh, be where we go. Where 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 are you wanting us to go? Of course, we want to go to Waverly. Yeah. Yeah, we want to go to Waverly. Well, I want to go to Waverly, and Josh just wants to go have a spooky good time. So, <laughs> And I think the spookiest of good times will be held at Waverly. So yeah. I also want to go to Waverly, and for different reasons. You want to go because it's close as fuck. I want to go because I think it's going to be the creepiest. Well, I've been before, but I think the way we're going to do it solo with not a group of people will be spookier. Well, and I think... <sighs> We've talked about these other locations, not that they're necessarily less or more haunted, (laughs) but, (laughs) but I feel like if, if you want to, there's definitely a track record at Waverly. Yeah. yeah. It's got a, the history is a little more, it's got a bigger following when it comes to the paranormal side of things. Well, it does. The, The other places are less known, but they, all of the places I did research on, and and definitely have a um, history of uh, accounts and experiences and shit. So I think no matter where we go, it's going to be fucking fun as hell. But Waverly will have the most action. That's right. Action. I said it. One way or the other, man. <laughs> One way or the other. If the ghosts don't show up, yeah, <laughs> we're still going to get some action. We're going to get some action. <laughs> 
Uh, we if, also even have, if it's just me yelling at Josh for an hour and a half. Yeah, that might be the episode, the entire fucking episode. Yes. Actually, what'll happen is by the time we actually decide to go, it's gonna be hot, and then he'll be bitching about that, dude. <laughs> so I, I, we've got like a two day window here in Louisville yeah, where yeah. it's fucking actually decent weather. <laughs> yeah, I think we we burned one of them this week. <laughs> yeah, we did too. Oh shit. Um, also, uh, rock the boat. We always uh, forget to mention it. It is our Facebook group. Go join us and uh, talk some shit, suggest stuff, comment, whatever. Bitch at each other. Yeah, bitch at us, bitch at each other. Yeah. No or, 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 if you still want to participate, but yet you do not hang out in the social media avenues of the world. That's right. We don't judge you. We don't judge you. You can still reach us. Hit, hit them up with the Gmail. You can send us an email with your suggestions, comments, or concerns <laughs> at based on true events podcast at gmail.com. Boom. There we go. <laughs> there it is. All right. Them's the things. Them's the things. Uh, no. Yeah, we're, we're stoked about the suggestions, so keep them coming. Yep. That, that's our favorite part. Um, we've done a couple of them recently. Yeah, dude, um, and we've gotten, like, recently, like, we've, we've gotten great suggestions, really, since we started, you know, kind of bringing them on board. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> we're getting suggestions now that are, are like thought out like written out in detail like like don't fucking do the entire episode for us just give us like not even that like like here's the i you know like here's the subject and here's the reason i think it's interesting and that like i mean and that's legit it's it's awesome as fuck yeah, yeah and like people are like i've had people like send me stuff where they're like you know hey um i you know i really want to give you guys a great suggestion but I don't want it to just be X, Y, and Z. Like I want it to be, you know, and they'll sit there and like research. I'm stuff, like, and holy I'm like, that's shit. A, I'm like, that's amazing. That's it great. is amazing. It, by the way, you don't necessarily have to do that. We no, just, yeah. I was blown away that fucking anybody did do that. Right. No, I was yeah. like, this is fantastic. And it, and it was like, it, it was, got me more pumped up about doing it. Cause I was like, Oh shit. Like now I got to do it because, or we got to do it. Cause they really put some thought into <laughs> yeah. this shit. So, um, but I mean, yeah. If you just give us like, hey, man, I, I think this this would be a good subject. You can just do that too. Yeah, you can just um, give us a title or a fucking topic, whatever. But I mean, if if you want to be super detailed in your suggestion, if you want to be limited in your your suggestion, that's fine as well. So yeah, um, I mean, and nothing's off the table. Like shit, my brother suggested Bigfoot, and we did yeah. that shit. Yeah. So <laughs> um, we we have mentioned in the past about not really wanting to do conspiracy theories. Um, I'm going to, or yeah, we, we've we, done them. We said we said that we weren't going to do heavy hitters. We said we weren't going to do conspiracy theories. I think that the real answer to that is we're not going to. <laughs> I'm not going to suggest a serial killer or a conspiracy theory to Josh, right. and he's not going to do the same thing to me. If you guys want to hear a conspiracy theory or talk, have us talk about something, yeah, I don't give a shit. Bring it in. We'll do it. Yeah, send, send us those, and and uh, you know nothing is off the table. the 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 idea of based on true events doesn't have to be murder, mayhem, right. gore. Doesn't have to be true crime. Like we get, we technically, you know, in, in our logo, it says true ish crime. Yeah. Well, it's because a lot of it is true ish, but we've shit. We've covered aliens and fucking Kubrick, and you know, so we're yeah. we're a story time podcast. We probably yeah. need to change that on the actual well, I fucking mean, logo. But we tend to. I mean, I there's think a it's, lot of crime. Uh, uh, yeah. There's a lot of crime, and I, I think if you put story time, <laughs> you like people are like turn. Well, no, people get in there and they're like, well, why is there fucking eighty five percent of your stuff is about murder? <laughs> about murder. That's fair. Because our listeners love fucking murder. Yeah, well, you know, 
well, we got and, here somehow. We were, yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, at first it was what adult story time, and then we realized, wow, okay, we're attracting the wrong crowd. Yeah. <laughs> Might not want some of these suggestions. <laughs> yeah, these are. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and and then and then back to the suggestions. Just so if you have kind of an out there <clears throat> suggestion, it and we haven't done it and we haven't mentioned it, it's not because we're not going to do it. We might just be trying to figure out a good angle on how to do it. Yeah, and, off. and sometimes we get too many heavy hitters, for example, or too many uh, topics that like fish, and we're like, man, we got to take it easy on ourselves yeah, just to fucking <laughs> cleanse, you know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll get around to them for sure. Yeah. Keep them coming. So. It's fucking rad. Yeah, and, and not to mention the amount of suggestions that we have in. We're just backlogged in suggestions right now. Yeah, we are. Like, I mean, we might actually get to the point where we put up, you know, hey, these are the these are our most popular suggestions. Vote you guys on can that. vote on what episodes you guys want to hear this week. On the spot thinking. I like that. Yeah, so. That's I, good. Because it, sometimes it's hard to choose. Yeah. And then we'll, we'll both there. sit there and kind of start researching. Like, I I know you did it, I think, Th- this that time. That means but you can't pull audib- audibles anymore. I know. Well, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, I guess that's true. But, no, but the reason I pull an audible so often is because I'll start digging into, like, multiple episodes and nothing's, like, gra- you know, grab my – I'm not getting stoked about something. Yeah. And, but it'll you either rabbit hole me into something that I'm excited about or, yeah. you know, whatever. So here we are. Here we are. All right, so... 45 minutes later, we start the episode. <laughs> no shit. Um, all right, so uh, I'm up first. Uh, it's only 20 minutes. <laughs> you exaggerate. 20 minutes of dicking off. Oh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, tonight I'm uh, doing a list. Yeah, it's a list. Was this off this, your list? It's a list, it's a list suggestion. Yeah, well, so if you're just joining us at the beginning of the, the podcast, when we first started, we made lists for each other um, and for whatever reason, and we literally would give each other, you I, know, I think the item original, topics off the list. I think the original premise was it's no fun if you're research and I'm researching and you're researching things that we want to, you know, individually wanted to do. So <clears> it was like, hey, we're gonna put the we're gonna put the nails to each other, right? And you have to research something yeah. I don't want. To. And and the thought process for me, it was like, cool, I'm gonna try to find shit that'll make shit puke. And just really yeah. fucking break him, and it's been tough. Yeah, Trust yeah. me, I got I got one on their Ripper crew was pretty good, um, but but yours was more to crush my soul and my dreams of yeah. everything happy. Yeah. <laughs> and you've succeeded a handful of times. <laughs> I've become quite the cynic. I'm like, nah, <laughs> shit don't exist. I want, I need proof. I don't I'm think like, it, I it, never. It probably doesn't help that you sit down here and just listen to me just bash the shit out of stuff. Well, dude, and I hate to. Say, well, I knew. Once we started, I was like, okay, he's going to change my mind on a lot of shit. And I'm okay with it because your points are valid, dude. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you, your arguments are always based on something. You yeah. know what I mean? You're never just spitballing. Like you I are, never just say no. Right. Like there's a reason for my thought process. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, all right, fair enough. So, all right. Um, you gave me a couple options. Um, it was uh, the Roanoke um, Colony. Colony and then Charlie Bronson. And mm-hmm. I went with Mr. Bronson. Yep. I'm stoked about this episode. Right, Twenty sweet. minutes, twenty-three minutes later. So, and, and I'm going to preface this because I asked you about it, so I'm just mm-hmm. going to put it on the table. So, I've been we've been doing a lot of two weeks, and work's been crazy. So, I've been doing a lot of reading lately, mm-hmm. and I'm not really loving it. Um, I'm, this will be the last episode where I straight up just read. Yeah. Um. So, for the record, but 
heads up, I'm going to fucking read. And it, it, there's a lot of information on this dude. Yeah. Similar to uh, your boy fucking Panzram, there, there's a lot of shit on this dude. Yeah. Like, uh, completely different, but there's a lot, so. Um, all right. Charles Bronson was an American actor. He was often cast in the role of a police officer, gunfighter, or vigil. Nothing? I was like, dude, if you seriously did that much a day's research on an American actor, I was going to throw some shit at you. On Charles Bronson. I thought after as soon as after I said American actor, you're going to be like, you did the wrong fucking guy. <laughs> Damn it. Well, the thing is, I, I kept knew going. you knew who the, who this guy was. <laughs> yeah, of course. So. Yeah, I, I should have kept going, though. I fucking I bailed. <laughs> I had no conviction. <laughs> fucking ejection. Right. All right. So yeah, no, uh Char- Charlie Bronson. Um so Charles Arthur Salvador, formerly Charles Ali Ahmed, born Michael Gordon Peterson. <laughs> um better known as Charles Bronson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's an English criminal who has been referred to uh, in the British press as the most violent prisoner in Britain. This dude's pretty cool, man. Like, I watched the movie. Right. I did too. And, and it was awesome. Uh, Tom Hardy? Yeah, Tom Hardy. Fucking killed it. Like, that movie yeah. was mad entertaining. It was awesome. The reason I suggested this episode is I wanted to peel back the the shroud of what's Hollywood yeah, right. and, and what's, what's real. real. Yeah. So I, I'm going to do pretty much the, the life of this dude. Okay. And, we're, and, and, and I'm going to try to move along as quickly as possible. Um Please feel free to stop me at any point because there, there's a lot to get through. Right. Um, and at this rate, it's probably going to be a four-hour fucking episode. <laughs> so the way I read, maybe yeah. six. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Uh, born Michael Gordon Peterson in Lutton, Bedfordshire, uh, he was one of three sons of Ira and Joe <coughs> Peterson. His father later ran a conservative club in Aberystwyth. A lot of British names that I'm going to fuck up, so... Um, locations. His uncle and aunt served uh, each served as mayor of Lutton in the 1960s and 70s. Uh, 70s. So his family was like fucking mayors, and I was like, <laughs> hold up, right off the bat, knowing what you know about this dude, I was like, yeah. damn, what a fucking like disappointment. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, if you're gonna be good at something, yeah. Well, and you know what? Some people probably don't even know who Bronson is uh, mm-hmm. necessarily. So that's why I figured let's just go sure. give the whole life. Sure. Um, his aunt Eileen Perry is quoted as saying, "As a boy, he was a lovely lad." He, uh, I'm not even gonna try to do a British yeah. accent. Yeah. Did, did she have one leg? <laughs> you fuck, I don't know. Well, her name's Eileen. Come oh, on. Oh, fucking Eileen! All that I'm thinking of is with the song. I'm like, is that a fucking lyric? No, because Eileen. Wow. Stick around, folks. It gets better. He Tip was, your waitress. He, he, he was gentle and mild-mannered, never a bully. He would defend the weak. Mm-hmm. Um, Peterson lived in Lutton from the age of four, but when he was a teenager, his family moved to Ellesmere Port, Cheshire, uh, where he started- Cheshire. Cheshire? Mm-hmm. I like the Cheshire cat. Yes. Okay, Cheshire, where he started getting into trouble. By the age of 13, he was part of a gang of four robbers, and he was reprimanded in juvenile court after he was caught stealing. Um they didn't get into this, but I watched a documentary on him, and I'm not sure about the age. I don't think they mentioned it in here, but something that stuck stuck with me is, like, at one point in his life, I hope I'm not jumping ahead, but anyway, I'm going to tell the story anyway, because I'll forget <laughs> it if not. Yeah, fuck it. Um, so he was, like, getting depressed and shit. Well, he took, a, a, a like, a 
bottle, a liquor bottle or some shit, a glass bottle, an empty bottle, and like hid behind a tree waiting for uh, anybody to show up. And his word, he was like, I was just going to smash him. Like yeah. he just wanted to get some aggression out and wanted to hurt something. Well, nobody ever showed up, so he fucking cracked the bottle over his own head. <laughs> <laughs> for real. And like like bludgeoned yeah. himself like was bleeding and shit and they said that was the first time that he had done anything kind of like whoa wait a minute dude's fucking a little off uh he had you know obviously i genuine i genuinely think that that's that's hard for me to believe what i, I feel like that, that he wouldn't have done that no no that 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 was the first Oh, fair. Okay, right. Like, I think there's probably stuff that it was just the family probably swept under the... the that they didn't the put rug. on Wiki or in the fucking yeah. documentary. Right, right. Um, So, yeah, at, 8, 13, he was, uh, at age 13, he was part of the gang of four robbers. Um, they were caught stealing. He enjoyed fighting from an early age and was often absent from school. Bronson, Bronson later returned to Luton, where he refers to... Uh, which he refers to as his hometown. His first job was at Tesco which lasted two weeks before he was dismissed for attacking his manager. <laughs> he passed through a number of jobs, working as a hod carrier, I don't know what the fuck that is, and in a number of factories. He was imprisoned for the first time at Risley, R-I-S-L-E-Y, or Risley, I don't know, uh, serving time on remand for criminal damage after he smashed some parked cars following an argument with his girlfriend's father. Following his trial, he was uh, fined and given probation. I've got a buddy who's from from England and uh he he was talking yeah. about he's like man the stories that he told me like personal stories like this is not like anything really shocking like so far like apparently it's pretty wild over there you know what i mean yeah, like robbing f- and gangs and shit like it's kind of normal apparently well, like i don't, I don't know. know i'm I fucking don't know if, i don't know if that's the case but um <laughs> okay i mean i think it's like anywhere man like you know just because you're you don't live in New York or you don't live in LA or you don't live in Chicago doesn't mean that you can't find ruffians. Well, yeah, you know that's what I'm true. saying. So, like, I think it a lot of it has to do with <clears throat> you know the environment that you're in, but it's also you know who you kind of gravitate towards. Well, so that yeah, I, and I agree. So the weird thing about him and, and we're never going to get through this, but is that his parents and he had a good family like mm-hmm. it wasn't like any trauma or anything that caused right. him to kind of whatever dude was just it, it seemed it always seems to me dude was bored and looking for a fucking looking some for action a fight. you know what i mean yeah um peterson worked as a furniture remover while regularly fighting on his nights out after being involved in petty crime he was in serious trouble with the authorities for the first time after crashing a stolen lorry into a car what's a lorry it's a truck is it mm-hmm. Why do you know that? My friend's in Britain, man. There you go. He ran 90 miles away from the scene to his parents' home where he was apprehended. The driver of the car survived the collision, resulting in Bronson not facing serious penalty, receiving only more fines and probation. <laughs> they let you off light over there. Just give us some fucking money. Yeah. <laughs> Slap on the wrist. After his trial, he returned to petty crime and menial labor. Aged 19, Bronson was convicted for his part in a smash-and-grab raid. The judge gave him another chance, giving him a suspended sentence. <laughs> Damn. Uh, he met Irene Kelsey in, uh, Kelsey in 1971 when he was still called Michael Peterson. Kelsey said that he was so different from the other boys I knew. He always wore tailored suits, had perfectly groomed sideburns, and a cockney accent. Eight months later, in 1972, when Kelsey was four months pregnant, the couple married at Chester Register office. 
uh, and their son is, oh, I'm sorry, their son is Michael Jonathan Peterson. Five years later, they divorced and Kelsey later remarried. Um, Bronson was convicted of armed robbery in 1974. He was 22 years old um, and sentenced to seven years imprisonment. Mm -hmm. So it's like they give him slap on the wrist, slap on the wrist. Now, nah, dude. Yeah. Seven years. Meanwhile, over here, he would have been like seven years on the first one. Straight up. Yeah. But, I mean, we fucking, we imprisoned 25. We imprisoned more people than like the next however many countries combined. Uh, Dude, it's, it's sad. Yeah. Uh, at least they're trying to fix the fucking like misdemeanor, like the weed, the nonviolent crimes and shit. Yeah. But anyway, that's another podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, he was sent to Walton Gowl, G A O L, Gowl, Gowl, and soon ended up on the punishment block after attacking two prisoners without being provoked. He was transferred to Hull in '75. After refusing prison work, he smashed up a workshop after an altercation with a prison officer and was sent to punishment block. He was also injected with a sedative, chlor... Yeah, which made him violently ill. (laughs) Uh, And six months were added to his sentence. Um, So, like... Chloromorphone? Chlorpromazine. Chlorpromazine. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, I know what that is. <laughs> no, I mean, I was just trying to get it. Yeah. Um, no, so, like, dude would just, you look at him weird. Yeah. Uh, that's good enough reason for me. Whack. You know what I mean? And he had a massive issue with fucking um, authority, like, in general. Okay. Especially authority, like, in prison, barking orders and shit. Like, he attacked, I might even get into it a little bit later, but, like, he would just be waiting for right. the next officer to come and fucking, yeah. you know, all right, let's go. Well, okay, so from what I know about this dude, and I, I hate- No, nah, no, nah, dude, can, it, yeah. that's how it's going to go. Um, it like, breaks up me He would anyway. just, he was bored. Like, if he got bored, he would start a fight. Like, if yeah. he didn't like the color of your, you know, your suit, he would beat the shit out of you. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, I know this is from the movie, so, I mean, it's probably some- Bits of it are what, true. It's actually, it is true from everything that I read. Yeah. Because I was looking at comparisons of the two, and I, I, that movie's pretty spot on from the documentaries that I watched. I watched like four documentaries on this dude, and yeah. they were all like the same shit with a different dude with a fucking similar accent narr- narrating. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, they're giving me the same information. So, yeah. well, but and uh, even Wiki, uh, Wiki, 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 Wiki. Uh, all right. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> like, like one thing, like he got into it and then. Like he took a guard hostage in his in his cell, and then like stripped down naked and rubbed soap all over his body, so it was harder to, harder to hold grab him and grab shit. a hold of him. And then he just beat the fuck out of everybody that came in after him. Everybody like, just waiting for it. He, he looked at it like he, he was a gladiator, and there was a challenge. You know yeah, I mean? like it, it was pretty fucking. It, it, he's pretty badass. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Um, and I, this is one of those guys that you like want to really like pull for, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, fuck dude, he's crazy and really violent, but something I mean, about he's him. crazy and really violent. But I mean, he's one of the, like, I mean, did he kill anybody? No. Yeah. So, I mean, all no, right. he's not a serial killer. Boys will be boys. A, boy, yeah, right. A little rough housing. Yeah. A little rough housing. A little, uh, a little horsing around. Yeah. So the actual, what I, what I remember, they uh, didn't have the UFC back then. No. Right. So he just he didn't got have into an boxing. outlet. Well, we're going to get into that. He did get into uh, pride, prize fighting or boxing. Yeah. Bare knuckle. Bare, yeah. Um, well, and 
well, anyway, we'll get into it. But like, so the injection, the sedative made him sick. Like that's the only thing that I ever saw or read that like they would use against him that actually would kind of, cause he hated being sick like that. Like it'd make him literally fucking like yeah. almost drop out. So that's the only thing that I ever saw that he was like, mm. but then he got more <laughs> pissed off that they were going to threaten him with it. And so then he, you know, so he got basically <laughs> given shots all the fucking time. <laughs> they were just, we're always going to give you shots. Yeah. After recovering, he continued to prove a highly challenging inmate and was repeatedly placed in solitary confinement uh, for several months. He attacked fellow prisoner John Henry Gallagher with a glass jug and was charged with grievous bodily harm. Charges were later dropped to unlawful wounding, and he was convicted. Nine months were added to his sentence. He was transferred to Armley Gowell. Um, You can just say another prison. Uh, yeah, another joint. Uh like, so I think that was uh, solitary confinement. I don't know if they get into it on in this. So the problem with me reading this is I watched so many documentaries that yeah. I could probably almost just tell the story. Well, just but, tell the story then. Yeah, I'll fuck it up. But I, I'm gonna we're going to just go the way we're doing it. Um, don't, don't get me off my fucking flow here now. <laughs> but like, so he loved solitary confinement because he was like, I can work out. I can get fucking more strong or stronger. More strong. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is why I have to read. <laughs> <laughs> One time I chewed off the top of a bottle because I'm more strong. Because I'm more strong than that. Um, and so he he didn't mind solitary confinement at all, uh, which, pro- I mean, you know, most times you hear stories of someone going into solitary confinement and they start losing their shit. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know if I could handle it. I mean, that's. I think. It, I mean, I think personally, just for me, if I were in prison, rather be I, alone. I'd rather be alone. I mean, I, you say that, but then walls. I bet you they get pretty fucking. Yeah, fuck it. I'm good with that. <laughs> okay. Hope we never find out. Yeah. Knock on, for knock sure. Knock on wood. Yeah. For sure. Peterson found that his reputation as a violent and highly dangerous inmate preceded him. During seventy-five to seventy-seven, he was switched between Armley. Wakefield, Parkhurst, and Walton prisons. He was taken from Yorkshire to London, chained to the floor of a prison van. Kept in solitary confinement, he began a fitness program. He (laughs) continued to attack other convicts and damage prison property. While recovering in solitary from a beating given to him for punching two prison officers, Bronson was handed the divorce papers filed by his wife. Like, that sucks, dude. I bet that went over fucking great. I bet you that was great. Yeah, like, he, dude, every cop, Every prison officer, whatever they were, they hated this dude because they were like every time they got to feed him. I mean, there's you know what I mean. You've got to feed the dude. You've got to fucking let him out at some point. Right. They knew. God damn it, dude's dude, gonna punch. I me. I would call in every day that I had to like. They're like Fuck, man, <laughs> dude, I'm, dude, I'm not coming in. I'm not coming in today. I'm not, I'm not gonna in. get my ass beat. <laughs> because this dude's fucking crazy again. Well, and so when they did, I mean, it was multiple. It was never one dude going, "Yeah, I'll, I'll go take care of Charlie." Yeah, they always came in groups, and they always beat the shit out of him, <laughs> clubbed him. Like, yeah. dude, at one point he got jumped, and I don't know if they they mention it, but like twenty of them like broke his teeth out. Like, I mean, they beat the piss out of the guy because <laughs> they were pissed. protocol. Yeah, right. <laughs> they were pissed. They're like, every yeah. time you you knock one of our dudes out or whatever, yeah. like. Um, at Wandsworth, he attempted to poison the prisoner in the cell next to him. He was moved to Park, Parkhurst Prison in 76, where he befriended the Cray twins. <laughs> First of all, it's K-R-A-Y, not like crazy twins. No, no, I know who they, they are. They Cray, yeah. I, I just watched the movie on them, actually. And Tom Hardy was in that movie as well. He played both twins. No shit? Yeah. Wow. Um, 
So right there, a few times you've noticed they hit the dude with the, the jug. He attempted to poison him. Like it's not like he wasn't trying to kill people. Yeah, it's just like he, <laughs> he never, just wasn't good at he killing. He was horrible at robbing because he always got caught. And he yeah. just never really got. He's never succeeded killing anyone. But what's funny about attempted this murder is, is still yeah, on his I, resume. What What are the Cray twins known? Like, what's their? I think I if are they murderers. If I'm, if I'm correct, um, if, if I'm thinking about the right thing, uh. They kind of ran their own like racketeering thing. They they kind of helped to bring uh, the the mafia over to England uh, oh, in wow. the seventies and stuff. No shit. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't dig on them because I figured that'd be another rabbit hole, and I'd probably end up doing yeah. that fucking story instead of this one. <laughs> um, but so the Cray twins apparently were fucking crazy, like, and they were wild and kind of similar to Bronson. The funny thing is, right here it says he described. Uh, the twins as in quotes the best two guys I ever met yeah <laughs> I'm like dude As they seem like they'd be right if I'm thinking of the right one the right it's K-R-A-Y yeah, so I, I, if you're googling it um, I'll keep going and then you can stop me when you figure it out uh, he was moved back to Wandsworth after threatening to kill a prison officer. <laughs> he spent four months in isolation after he was caught trying to dig his way out of his cell <laughs> the, yes the Cray twins were both played by Tom Hardy in the movie Legend so he played Bronson and he played the Cray, the Cray twins. twins. That's cool. Yeah, and uh, I need to watch the that Cray thing. twins. Like I don't know anything. Like I can't speak about it honestly. Right, right. Um, just but from legend, like, and if you're kind of taking that they did a pretty good job with Bronson, they're probably. I mean, they may have done a good job with Legend as well. But there was like one brother that was fucking crazy. Right. Like a sociopath diagnosed sociopath Probably and then the, the other best guys i ever met <laughs> then the other brother was kind of like the business mind of the deal but he was also a savage like right. he was like a, a boxer and shit but they kind of ran the underground of one of the neighborhoods all right so what, it makes you, sense that they would all be in yeah if bronson's gonna be like i like them boy you know they're, yeah. they're fucking the best guys i ever met you know they're wild yeah yeah i just thought that was funny um Let's see. He spent four months in, uh, yeah, he, he after he was trying to dig out of his cell. <laughs> he sucked at that, too. Yeah. After being returned to the prison's general population, he caught up with a prisoner who had informed who who had informed on his escape plan and attacked him, scarring him for life. <laughs> of course, the governor at Wandsworth wanted to, to transfer Bronson out of this facility and only the C unit, the psychiatric wing uh, at Parkhurst, was willing to accept him. Bronson was returned to the Isle of Wright. Um, that sounds really familiar. Isle of Wight? Right. W I, I, yeah, I'm sorry. Isle of Wight. Yeah. W-I-G-H-T. I see that and I assume right. Yeah. Um. Well, you're wrong. I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm white. <laughs> there, there he attacked a prisoner with a jam jar and was again charged with a grievous bodily harm. He attempted suicide and attacked another prison officer and was made subject to a transfer direction order under the Mental Health Act. I never knew that he attempted uh, suicide. I didn't either. Yeah. Um, because he always seemed, well, every story you see, he's he's happy. Like, he's always smiling, he's fighting, you know what I mean? You never, but I mean, I guess, fuck, dude. <laughs> I mean, this is grievous of, attacks and violence throughout his yeah, entire life. Eventually like, your brain's got to He kinda, seems unstable. And plus, he's taken a lot of shots to the head. A lot. You know, so, I mean, you know. 
That's true. In December 1978, Bronson arrived at Broadmoor, but he was soon transferred to Rampton Secure Hospital, unable to adapt to, to forced medication, and in the company of highly disturbed and highly dangerous patients, Bronson attempted to strangle child sex murderer John White. Ah, let it go. Yeah, right? Yeah, tur- <laughs> Take time off his sentence for that one. <laughs> yeah, right. T- turn your head, dude. Yeah. Look the other way. He was apprehended just as White was giving out his death rattle. He was returned to Broadmoor where he reunited with Ronnie Cray. Uh, This is in quotes. I witnessed them running into walls, using their heads as rams. I've seen them fall unconscious doing this. They stabbed themselves with pins, needles, scissors. One even blinded himself in one eye, and another tore out his own testicle. Oh, fuck. Jesus. There was one just kept trying to eat himself, biting his arms, legs, and feet. Uh, Bronson on finding it impossible to relate to other patients in the mental institution where he was held. <laughs> okay, so that was him talking about that. I, I have yeah. a question. What what year did what year was that quote from? Like where where are you in his? Well, it didn't say. Uh, Seventy eight is where he arrived at Broadmoor, which was the the okay. mental. And when did he go in? Into the mental? No. When did he like get like when the sentence for seven years? When did he go in? Oh, you might backtrack here. Um, there, there's a point I'm trying to make with this. Since the seven years, so 74. 74. Okay. Because I was pretty sure so that like four this, years later, I, I was pretty sure that this dude went in, and then he doesn't like he gets charged for like seven years, and then he doesn't come out for like fifteen or some shit. Oh, I think it was twenty four. Anyway, but, you but can yeah. Continue, so, continue well, in in his seven year sentence, like, how many times have I already said he's been moved? Yeah, he's like, not only has he been moved, but they they were like, and they added this to his sentence. And yeah, then, oh, you know, nine months, nine yeah. months. Yeah, and the thing is, is they talked about like when he really started kind of going a little bit south, like mentally and shit, was when they started putting him in the mental hospital because he's like, I'm not fucking crazy. I mean, I'm crazy, but I'm not. I'm not, I'm not mental. Them. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not them. So that's what that was him talking about what he saw. And yeah. I'm like, Jesus, dude. Yeah. Like, like wait a minute. They have I'll, like people watching these guys. Like, 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 like wait a minute. I'll I'll act right. Just put me back in prison. Yeah. At Broadmoor, Bronson attempted to strangle Gordon Robinson to death, but he was prevented from doing so by the tearing of the silk tie he was using. So again, he tried to kill him, but sucks at it. <laughs> Following his failure, Bronson became depressed, but found his spirits lifted when Ronnie Cray arranged a visit from boxer Terry Downs. In 82, he performed his first rooftop protest after escaping to the top of Broadmoor. He tore off roof tiles. Uh, not long after his first incident, he again reached the roof of Broadmoor. He caused 250,000 Jesus, <laughs> yeah, okay. uh, euros were... Uh, Euro? Euro. Yeah, Euro's worth of damage in a three-day protest before he was talked down by his family. I've seen clips of that where he's just sitting up on top of the fucking roof just yeah. throwing shingles and shit. <laughs> um, that's pretty wild. Following further treatment, he took up art. <laughs> he's like, all right, I'll just draw for a bit. <laughs> Eventually, he received more prison awards than any other inmate for his poems prose and cartoons yeah dude are you gonna tell him his shit sucks <laughs> like yeah, right you, nah, he's, hell gonna, nah. he's gonna beat the fuck out of you <laughs> you're fucking michelangelo bro <laughs> he made a third rooftop protest this time demanding a pri- prison transfer but he was again talked down he began an 18 day long hunger hunger strike and was eventually granted a transfer to ashworth hospital then known as park lane hospital in june of 1984 Dude, they were like, all right, man. That's 84, so that's 10 years that's right 10 there. 10 years. For his seven-year sentence. Yeah, way. that's right. 
I, I'd been certified mad because of my violence. I was still violent, and they were now certifying me sane. <laughs> Where's the sanity in that? Isn't the system just crazy? <laughs> Psychiatr- psychiatrists discuss uh, psychopath- psychopathy. That's a weird one. Psychopathy. Okay, sure. And schizophrenia, but never agreed on what mental illness, if any, Bronson was suffering from. He wasn't schizophrenic. I know, man. He I wasn't. Th- I think he just like he, he was just a like, psychopath, but yeah, he just he, he just liked wh- to beat the shit out of people. Wow, dude. Yeah, though Bronson was more settled in, in in the more modern facilities and regime at Ashworth, he soon returned to his previous behavior. He used a sauce bottle to stab Mervyn Horley, a patient who made <laughs> sexual advances towards him. He was returned to the general prison population at Risley Remand Center in 85. Dude, you got some goddamn balls on you if you're trying to fuck this dude. I know. <laughs> you're, what are you, stupid? Uh, uh, Risley Remand Center in 85, but was placed in isolation after punching a fellow inmate. In May, in May 1985, Bronson pleaded guilty to grievous bodily harm, bodily harm for the attack on Horley, and three years were added to his sentence. <laughs> wow. Later in the year, he was returned to Walton, where he made another three-day roof, rooftop protest, causing 100,000 euros worth of damage. <laughs> Authorities added another year to his sentence. <laughs> he was moved to Albany, where he punched another convict on his first day in general prison population. <laughs> he was quickly moved to wor- uh, Wormwood Scrubs, and two weeks later was returned to Wandsworth. Wandsworth, whatever. In 1986, Bronson was transferred eight times, the only new location being Winchester. He strangled the governor of Wormwood Scrubs during one particularly violent episode. On the 3rd of January, 1987, he was transferred to Gartree, where he served the rest of his sentence in isolation, other than 10 days spent in nearby Leicester Prison. <laughs> like, dude, I can't. This is crazy. This dude. All right. Upon his release from Gartree, Gartree Peterson was met by his family. Uh, this is in... 87 here, I think. Um, so he was released from Gartry. Peterson was met by his family and stayed with his parents for a few days in Aberystwyth. He d- <laughs> he journeyed by train to London, bought a water pistol, modified it, and used it to intimidate a stranger into driving him to Lutton. Lutton. <laughs> Bronson embarked on a short-lived career in illegal bare-knuckle boxing in the east end of London on the advice of a longtime friend, Reggie Cray. Thanks. Good advice, Ray. Cray. He changed his name from Michael Peterson to Charles Bronson in 1987 on the advice of his fight promoter, Paul Edmonds, although he had never seen a film starring the American actor Charles Bronson. (laughs) (laughs) He offered to fight Lenny McLean, um, but was refused. He also said that he killed a Rottweiler with his bare hands in a 10,000 euro underground fight. Later, so he killed a dog. Yeah. Never mind. I don't like this dude. Later, he said uh, that this was not something I'm proud of because I love animals. <laughs> but that, that 10000 though. I mean, poor Rottweiler. Uh, to the surprise of his girlfriend, Allison, on a New Year's Day in 1988, he robbed a jewelry shop, kept a ring for her, and sold the rest. On January the 7th, 1988, his 69th day of freedom, he was apprehended and arrested on his morning jog. <laughs> The arresting officers charged him under his fighting name, Charles Bronson, and he decided at that moment to give up the name Michael Peterson. 
He was returned to uh, Leicester, Leicester Prison <laughs> as Bedford Prison refused to house him on account of his uncontrollable behavior during his first stretch in prison. In prison. They were like, nah. <laughs> nah, dude, we're good. Send, send him over there, dude. You got him. Yeah. <laughs> His defense had looked strong as eyewitnesses refused to testify due to fear of reprisals. (laughs) Allison retracted her initial testimony and became the prosecution's main witness. This is not only removed. uh, This not only removed Bronson's alibi, but gave the prosecution all the evidence needed to win the case. Bronson made a failed bid to reach the prison's roof and was transferred to Brixton. What is up with this dude going for the roof, man? (laughs) He's causing damage. Bronson was placed in a top secure unit of 16 prisoners at Brixton in June. Only 16 of them. That's some tough mother- 16, <laughs> yeah. 15 other motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in June 1988, he pleaded guilty to armed robbery and was sentenced to seven years. Again. Again. Bronson was taken to Wandsworth before being transferred to Full Sutton. There he spent time in isolation for punching a prisoner and a prison officer. And throwing water on the governor. <laughs> he doesn't like governors, dude. <laughs> at all, man. <laughs> uh, he also spent a month at Durham where he bonded with a family of rodents that crept into his cell. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, in 1989, he was moved to Long Larton and seemed to settle at that prison. However, he eventually went over the edge, in quotes, uh, and ran a riot in the nude and ran riot in the nude, clutching onto a spear he fashioned out of a broken bottle and a broom handle. <laughs> I just picture that shit. Uh, After another incident where Bronson began a one-man riot, he was put into isolation. He spent two months at Bristol before being... One-man riot. Yeah. (laughs) Before being moved to Birmingham, Winchester, and back to Wandsworth in September uh, 1989. He was regularly moved and regularly in trouble, particularly with... When he punched two prison officers, <laughs> two prison officers at Gartree, and took uh, the deputy governor hostage at Franklin, <laughs> another gar- uh, governor at Parkhurst, he was on a receiving end of an attack when at least two prisoners stabbed him in the back several times. Bronson refused to speak to the police about it. He recovered from the attack without further incidents and was released from prison in November 1992. Dude, who the fuck are these? Re- ridiculous governors who keep getting in front of this guy like i'm gonna go see him and like his governor is it is it the same thing or is it like i think prison no i think it's like yeah i think it's like a warden you know right i I would otherwise i'm like there's a lot of governors yeah i I would assume and why would the governor keep going to visit this like like, you know no dude i'm good i don't need to go see him (laughs) yeah Uh, Bronson spent 53 days as a free man before being arrested once more. This time, conspiracy to rob. <laughs> 53 days this time. Um, I'm going to jump and ahead. This was in 92? Uh, let's see. On February 93, the charges of robbery were dismissed. He was given a 600 uh, euro fine for breaking the nose of Kellyanne's lover. <laughs> 60, <laughs> 16 days later, he was arrested on conspiracy to rob and for possession of a, a sawn-off shotgun. <laughs> on remand uh, in Woodhill, he took a civilian librarian hostage and demanded an inflatable doll, <laughs> a helicopter, and a cup of tea from police negotiators. <laughs> I wonder if he's just fucking with them. Probably. I want a helicopter, yeah. a cup of tea, and an inflatable doll. <laughs> he released the hostage after being disgusted when the man broke wind in front of him. <laughs> Dude, like I'm like, there's no way this is real. But it, it says it was. Bronson was taken from Belmarsh to Bulling. 
Bullington Prison for his trial. For the trial, he pleaded guilty to possession of the shotgun, but not guilty for the conspiracy charges. Uh, he told the jury he had intended to use the shotgun to blow his own head off. On December, on September 14, 1993, he was found guilty of intent to rob and not guilty of conspiracy to rob. While his co-defendant was found innocent of all charges, he was given an eight-year sentence. 53 days free, eight more years. So what's that? Two seven years Two one, seven years, years, yeah. Fast math. Fast math. Bronson was taken to Belmarsh to Wakefield, where he spent 40 days naked in isolation. <laughs> he was transferred to Hull in November, where he spent a number of months without incident before he took Deputy Governor Adrian Wallace hostage on Easter Monday, 1994. <laughs> he was overpowered by guards and was transferred to Leicester, Leicester, whatever. He was returned to Wakefield, where he was confined to what was known as the Hannibal Cage, previously occupied by Robert Maudsley sure with that. I assume he's a cannibal if they yeah. call it the ha- cannibal cage. Or Hannibal cage, not cannibal cage. Well, Hannibal I don't know. I didn't cannibal. I didn't do any side research. Yeah, I didn't either. I think there was enough of this. I was like, yeah. okay, stay focused, dude. <laughs> Fuck us. Fuck us. <laughs> Mall rats. Good <laughs> reference. Uh, while there, prisoners, prison officer Mick, o- Mick O'Hagan and Alan Jarvis encountered, encouraged Bronson to take up art, and he began to concentrate on cartooning. His father died in September 94 during a period when Bronson was in uh, constant solitary confinement and was moved almost weekly. He attacked the governor at High Down, who had had felt safe enough to visit Bronson on his own. Idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Telling telling his prison officers officers that he's okay with me. (laughs) (laughs) At Lincoln, he was allowed to spend time with Down Syndrome children and was taken out of the solitary out of solitary and placed back on the prison wing after getting along well with the children. He was returned to isolation after returning from 30 minutes exercise 30 minutes late. <laughs> he just didn't come back. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. Come get me, dude. Yeah. In April of 1996, he was sent back to Belmarsh after taking a doctor hostage at Birmingham. <laughs> Five months later, an Iraqi hijacker bumped, bumped into him in, a, in the canteen and did not apologize. After a long period of brooding, Bronson took two other Iraqi hijackers along with another inmate named Jason Greasley hostage in a cell. <laughs> dude, he took four dudes <laughs> hostage. hostage. Like, damn. They were probably just like, nah, like, he probably didn't have to do shit. Yeah. yeah. Hey, You're sit coming. Down. Sit You're down. coming with me. Sit down. You're coming with me. Yeah. By his own admission, he was losing it badly and ranted about his dead father, saying that any funny business would result in him snapping necks. (laughs) He sang and laughed and forced the Iraqis to tickle his feet and call him general. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He demanded a plane to take him to Libya, two Uzi submachine guns, 5,000 rounds of ammunition, and an axe. (laughs) He released Grizzly and began chanting, I want ice cream. (laughs) This dude off his rocker. He felt guilty after hitting one of the hostages with a metal tray and therefore insisted the same hostage hit him over the head four times so as to call it quits. He slashed himself four times with a safety razor, but agreed to release the hostages and walk back to the segregation unit. Another seven years were added to his sentence, (laughs) though this was reduced to five on appeal. Uh, This is in quotes. My eyes are bad due to the years of unnatural light I have had. My vision is terrible. I have to wear shaded glasses even to read. Years of solitary have left me unable to to face the light for more than a few minutes. 
It gives me terrible headaches if I do. Years of loneliness and small cells have left me paranoid about people invading my space. I now can't stand people getting too close, crowding me. I hate people breathing on me, and I hate smelly bodies coming near me. Mouths to me are simply for eating, never for kissing. A man needs a routine to cope with such extreme situations. For me, it's my push-ups and sit-ups. I also place the room and count each step. Some, I know, lie down on their beds for three hours on their left side, three hours on their right, and three on their back. Uh, Humans are social animals, and though he remained in top physical shape, years of solitary created health and psychological problems that made interaction difficult for Bronson. All right. In in October 1996, I told you there's a lot of shit, but I didn't want to leave anything out. Like I read it and I was like, dude, it's all good. Yeah. Um, And another reason why I do it, it's all, yeah, it's all entertaining. Yeah. Um, And funny as shit, really, some of it. Um, The tickling part, dude. (laughs) I knew knew you'd like that. Call me general. Uh, I'm still laughing about this uh, In October 96, Bronson was unsettled as he had an unexpected visit from Robert Taylor, a doctor, instead of his regular lawyer. He took Taylor hostage, but released him 30 minutes later after coming to his senses. Taylor refused to assist a prosecution. In January in 1999, he took Phil Danielson, a civilian (laughs) education worker, hostage as he had criticized one of Bronson's drawings. (laughs) Dude, stop. Putting people in front of this guy. Well, who's letting him like be alone with anybody? <laughs> He's gonna take you hostage. Nah, I'm good. Hey man, you colored out of the lines on this one, you mother. <laughs> I'm you know. gonna fucking choke you out. <laughs> Bronson tore up the prison, throwing refrigeration units, Jesus, <laughs> and furniture around. He was shocked and knocked unconscious for a few minutes when when wrenching a washing machine out of the wall. <laughs> The siege lasted for 44 hours before he released Danielson. Bronson was transferred to Whitmore. Bronson received a a discretionary life sentence with a three-year tariff for the incident. Later in 99, a special prison unit was set up at uh, at Woodhill for Bronson. Robert Maldsley and Reginald Wilson, to reduce the risk they posed this t- to staff and other prisoners, Danielson received 65,000 euro in compensation from the home office and an out-of-court settlement, although the prison service did not admit liability for the negligence and failing to protect a civilian employee. <laughs> Two got paid. All right, we're getting towards the end. 2001, Bronson married again. This is what's crazy is these women, and you hear it all the time, yeah, like the, women the, marrying that, serial killers. That's not surprising and, to me at all. I know. This time in HMP Woodhill to Fatima Syra Rahman. All right? Rahman. Rahman. It's probably something simple like Rahman. Yeah. Uh, a Bangladeshi-born divorcee, she had seen his picture and an article about him in a newspaper and began writing to him. <laughs> Get some water, dude. I'm parched. Parched. She had seen his picture in an article about him in a newspaper and began writing to him. Riemann had visited Bronson ten times before they married. That's all it took. I love him. I love him. I just love him. I, I, I can change him. You know, you wonder, is it some of them are like, okay, this dude's going to get famous and somehow I'm going to get some money, or is it really they just, is he that charming? You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I think they're they're attracted to the the crazy. Yeah, not not only the crazy, but like the mystique of that. Right, you know. Um, she had worked at a. Reman had visited at a. She had worked at a women's shelter before they met, but lost her job when her employer found out about the relationship. For a short time, Bronson 
uh, converted to his wife's faith of Islam and wished to be known as Charles Ali Ahmed and did not change his name legally, or but did not change his name illegally. Legally. Legally. After four years, he and Riemann divorced, and he renounced Islam. (laughs) Fuck it. Uh, Let's see. During this period, Bronson appealed against his life sentence, but three appeal court judges rejected the application in April 2004. In court with six prison guards surrounding him, Bronson said his wife and her daughter were helping to rehabilitate him and references about his character. Uh, including reports from psychiatrists, were positive on this occasion. In 2007, two prison staff members at Full Sutton High Security uh, Dispersal Prison in the East Riding of Yorkshire were involved in a control and restraint incident in an attempt to prevent another hostage situation, (laughs) during which Bronson had his glasses broken, uh, uh, sorry, which Bronson had his glasses broken. Period. Period. <laughs> the, the wrong <laughs> emphasis on the wrong syllable. You know what it is? The syllable. Yeah. Bronson received 200 euro compensation for his broken glasses. <laughs> Bronson remained a Category A prisoner when he was moved to Wakefield High Security Prison. Uh, he was due for a parole hearing in September 2008, but this was postponed when his lawyer objected to a full-day deal with Bronson's case. The parole hearing took place on March 11, 2009, and the board refused parole shortly after. Uh, Jump ahead in 2013, a petition with 10,000 signatures was presented. (laughs) They wanted to release them. They were all cheering and chanting and shit. Um, Let's see. In 2014, Bronson violently attacked the prison governor in a television room (laughs) over a dispute that his mail was being withheld, including two letters from his mother. Uh, in August 2014, Bronson announced that he was changing his name via deed poll to Charles Salvador in the tribute to the artist Salvador Dali. <laughs> uh, let's see. The old me dried up. Bronson came alive in 87. He died in 2014 is what, is what he said. Yeah. Um, under his new name, he began creating works of art describing his fantasy reality. A collection of these works was, was auctioned off, blah, blah, blah. Salvador proposed to Paula, uh, actress Paula Williamson during a prison visit in 2017 and was accepted. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, I hope the, 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 let me jump ahead. We're, we've got to be going on like yeah, four hours at this point. No, nah, it's at least, you were at an hour plus. Let's check here. Oh, dear Lord. Boom. Hour, four minutes. we got to be getting close to the end here. He's, do, he's done too much crazy. I don't think you can top tickling. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? In November 2018, I'm just going to jump all the way towards the end here because he got married. and nah, 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 nah. He uh, married an actress? Uh, he, Was that accurate? Okay. Well, you want me to read the whole thing? Uh, he proposed to Paula Williamson, and she accepted. She had been visiting for five months, according to Williamson. Charles is a changed man. It is my hopes that he will be released on my 40th birthday in August 2020. Um, she had minor roles in Coronation Street and Emmerdale, whatever. Married Salvador Dali, prison chat. Yep, got married in 2017. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Bronson asked for divorce after a photo Jesus. of a young British holiday, holiday goer motorboating on her chest. <laughs> he saw a, a picture. Hold on. Yeah, a photo. Some dude was motorboating her and he wanted a divorce. <laughs> um, she claimed. He requested his wife to wear a cat suit when she next visited him, <laughs> suggesting she rejected. On 29th of July, 2019, Williamson, age 38, was found dead at her home in Stoke-on-Trent by her new lover with a large quantity of cocaine and pills by her bed. 
So she she didn't make it to her 40th well, birthday. In November 2000 uh, in November 2018, Bronson was found not guilty at Leeds Crown Court after being tried for attempting to cause grievous bodily harm with intent. The incident was previous uh, January had involved Mark Doherty, the governor at Wakefield Prison, for the first time in 44 years in prison, I never intended to be violent. I never meant to hurt the governor, Bronson <laughs> told the court uh, while defending himself. Shortly after his acquittal, he was moved to HM Prison Woodhill. Now, here's the deal. That, that's where this ends. So obviously it was probably written yeah. 2018, 2019. Um, do you have any idea, like, is he scheduled to get out? No, nah, it didn't sound like it. Well, so um, let's see if I can find the correct article. Do you think this dude should be ever walking around? I mean, what, what, what's your... Uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, I know we've I been going along so. and we're going to get I, into talking now. I mean, I don't think so. I don't think he's... I don't think he wants to be free. You know, he makes it like 50 days, 60 days, you know... And then he does something to go right back in. So I don't think I don't think he's I don't think this dude has ever been adjusted to living on the outside world. I don't think that he could. Yeah, adjust. I don't think I don't think that he he's ever had the right mental equipment to to do that. What do they call it when you're um, you've been inside so long? Institutionalized. That, institutionalized. Thank you. I don't. He's clearly mm-hmm. been institutionalized. I, I don't see how he could ever cope yeah. on the outside. Um, you can't act the same the way that he acts. You're just gonna be back in prison. Yeah, and and I don't think that he wants to be out. Right. He's never once. None of his behavior has ever shown like remorse or like trying to be like. Even when he was out of prison, he still acted like he was in prison. You know. Yeah, I mean, he he still like took hostages and shit. Yeah, like, it's true. You know, I just I don't think he has any interest. He's, in, he's too in, wild. So everything, yeah. So everything that I read is he's still incarcerated there. Meanwhile, he he went to prison for a seven year stretch and never came out. He came out twice. It's 2019, and he went in. When did it? What is seventy four? Seventy four. Right. Yeah, and he went in for, for armed robbery, right? Yeah. It's okay. But I also want to kind of point out the fact that he, in the two times that he was released, he didn't make it longer than 100 days or maybe it was like no, 53 he, days. 120 in, days. He made it 120 days or something total, like that. Total freedom in, in, from 74 until 2020. Right. So, yeah. And he dude. went in for a seven year charge. Yep. A seven year stretch. Well, dude, if you're just going to keep attacking governors, I mean, what do you expect? The thing is, is that dude's just... And now, I mean, shit, so how old does that make him? I mean, he was 19 when he went in in 74. So, at, you're 40, and you were born... 77. Seven, yeah. yeah, so... So, he's... I mean, dude, he's 65-ish? Ish, yeah. So, I mean, maybe he's calmed down a little bit, but I just still don't think he would know how to function. Look at your dude. dude, imagine dude gets out right now and he's like, technology, phone, like, dude, no. you, he hasn't seen. Look at your boy Pedro down in Brazil, man. Yeah, yeah. He's about the same age and that motherfucker's crazy as shit too. Although he's doing YouTube videos, so he figured it out. Yeah, he loves Jesus. <laughs> That's right. He loves him some Jesus. That's true. 
So Bronson, keep, keep talking shit about these active crazy fucks. Man. I know they are, No, we're like pro Pedro, dude. Yeah, he no, killed we the are. bad guys. Yeah, dude. I'd be like, ah, oh, man. Yeah. We've talked about hiring Pedro. Yeah, for, to kill the Ripper just, crew. Just fuck. drop him off in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, right. Clean some shit up, bro. Sorry, Chicago. Yeah, um, well, yeah. he he kills the bad guys, man. Yeah, that's right. So. And there's plenty of them in Chicago. Yeah, apparently. apparently, apparently. But uh, yeah, so I didn't think we were gonna do a whole like discussion on Bronson. No, so I, I didn't. Mean, there's so much. It's just a fun. Like story, it's fucked up, but it's 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 entertaining, not not fun. Entertaining's what, better. What was it? Because uh, nobody died. Yeah, nobody died. What's the what's the Andrew Jackson quote? I was born, I was born of a storm, and a calm is never suit me. Yeah, or like, something like that. Yeah, like I feel like that suits this dude perfectly. Yeah, it does. You know, I, I feel like I mean, I think I feel like his who he is, like that raw, just violent side of him energy yeah. yeah it was just misused like had like england figured out a way to like put that to work to, to good use or to something good use yeah. like they could have been like man this dude is a fucking awesome like special operator for the sas Absolutely. or whatever like all right dude stop beating the shit out of your fucking drill sergeant we're gonna drop you off in a place where you can beat the fuck out of everybody can you, you just see. like at least beat the fuck out of like maybe the the pedos only or like the rapists yeah. and shit yeah. like, like we're gonna we're gonna just turn you loose in this wing and everybody is everybody is on the menu like you can beat the <laughs> fuck out of everybody you see yeah i'm, I'm placing bets Dude, Shep just sent me a photo of, of Bronson. I was like, why did you text me? And I look at it, dude. It's hilarious. He's got his big, I'm going to post this shit yeah. for sure. He's like sitting there shirtless, smiling. He's got this fucking Zangief beard and his arms are up. Dude is big. Yeah. Like, I mean, all he, he does a, is push-ups and sit-ups, man. Well, so he literally, and I didn't get into it much because it's, it's more comical than anything, but he literally, uh, I think there's a book that, <laughs> that, that he wrote like or auto whatever uh, had written. Um, and Ghost then he, it, it, yeah, and it's something, it's like literally a workout yeah. regime. Like yeah. dude's like, yeah, this is how you work out without weights. Yeah. Cause obviously whatever. I mean, that was his, that was his whole thing was I'm training to fight. Yeah. And then he kind of stopped take fighting. hostages apparently. And take, yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Like the, the gladiator, yeah. I heard somebody reference it and I was like, nah, that makes sense to me. Cause that's what this dude looked at life like. Yeah. Who's, who's, you know, he's a fucking predator. Who's a worthy component. Yeah. Or, or worthy opponent. Component. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean, I feel like you take him, like, I think this was the sentiment in like a movie, like Sin City, the movie. Yeah. Where they're like, you know, they take this guy and he's like out of time. You right, know, like, right, right. had you put him 200 years ago, like, he would have been the enforcer for the king. Right, You right, know, right. like, he Wrong would have been... Time. Yeah, like, he just did... He was never built for, you know, this modern era. No, yeah. He was built for, oh, no, I'm here to fuck shit up. Yeah. I'm here to fuck shit up. He, he should have been in the Coliseum. Like, yeah. that dude should have been there. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So, I, I mean, I think... People didn't know how to handle him, and clearly he was just the baddest bitch on the fucking, you know, <laughs> the baddest, on the block. B- baddest bitch on the block. Yeah. But no, I mean, I... I, I mean, I, I hate to... I hate to put it this way. I, I, I mean, I like the story. I do, too. I'm glad you gave it to me at first. I was like, the movie was awesome, but I don't know. And then I read that, and I read a bunch of stuff, but that just covered all the real kind of... It's like, ding ding points. And that's what I mean. And so, as much as I... Didn't love that I had to read the entire thing. I wasn't going to write all that shit down no, either. No, there's no way. But so I didn't mind ending my reading spiel on that. Yeah. Um, 
But, I mean... Good story. Great suggestion, dude. I I love that you had it on your list. I wasn't sure when you gave it to me, because... Tickle my feet and call me general. Oh, man. Quote of the century. Yeah. I'm going to get that tattooed guns across my chest. That's a fucking (laughs) t-shirt. Although, we might... There might be some copyright. Copyright? Is he going to get out of prison and take you hostage? That's true. But So, I did watch a newer documentary. I don't know when it is, and I don't know if it's still... They didn't get into it, but I'm pretty sure he remarried. Since... Yeah, yeah, like I think it was 2018, maybe maybe 17, but yeah, she was she was there and this other lady and they were standing outside like free free Charlie and there was like their their name Salvador now. Or yeah, whatever. <laughs> she just called him Charlie, but it's still Charlie Salvador, right? I don't give a shit. He had too many names, there's too many generals, too yeah. many fucking governors. Prisons, governor. There's too many prisons, but uh, it's a, Hello, it's a hell of a story, man. Hello, Gabna. Hello, Gabna. It's a good ass story, though. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's entertaining for sure. Yeah, I, and I do like that that he didn't kill any. He did try. He so did, he's, he's, he's not a good guy. I don't get me wrong. I mean, but, all right, look. I feel like this is the kind of dude that if he was really trying, like legit trying, he probably he would have killed somebody. Yeah, like there was he one killed doc- a dog. Yeah, he did kill a dog. But, I mean, I feel like a dog's probably harder to kill than a man. A Rottweiler. A fucking Rottweiler, man. Yeah. Well, like, one that one dude where he, like, they said he scarred him for life. Literally, he, I'm pretty sure that, that he, like, snuck up behind him in the shower and was just like, slice? Yeah. Like, just kind of like, you fucker. Yeah. You know, just yeah. to, yeah. just to, you know. He could have killed if he wanted to, though. I, I agree. I mean. You don't have that many incursions like hostage situations and that many fights right not killing somebody unless you don't want to kill them yeah so charlie bronson yeah. charlie salvador fucking nine million names. ahmed whatever yeah but good good ass suggestion i yeah. hope i did it somewhat justice no by man it was, it, it was good man it was I, fun. I appreciated the story i, yeah, I, I right enjoyed on. it man cool what All am right. i doing next week because uh, i know i got uh roanoke on the, on the thing. And then I tell you what, if I don't do Roanoke, I'll do, I'll pull a suggestion. Yeah. Well, I mean, we have a lot of suggestions. Yeah. Um, I've got to do a couple dark ones eventually. So we'll see. This one was pretty lighthearted. Maybe yeah. I'll, maybe I'll pull something. Yeah. So, Roanoke stills. I've got to find that, that something that gets me like, the cause angle. well, there's a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's an interesting story. A lot of people have covered it actually. Yeah. But I mean, it, that, well, I mean, we can talk about it when you have that episode, you do that episode, but, yeah, right. um, yeah, I mean, we got a ton of suggestions that you can pick from. So. All right. If I don't do that one, I'll, I'll pull a suggestion. All so right. keep them coming. All right. All right. Good shit. Later, bro. <laughs>